Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now you can bet on any NFL game this week with the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers who bet just $1 on either team to score in a game can win $100 in free bets. When a team scores, you score. Just remember to use the code PHNX when you sign up. Cheers and Susel here with Johnny Venerable, Frank Sanders. <laughs> Frank's in the house. He's not at a tattoo parlor because we are wanting yep. to make sure that we get the right tattoo artist. Yes. And that the tattoo looks great. Yes. And that takes a little more time than anyone anticipated. Hello. So, I thought it would be much easier than that. But for, apparently... for your sake, Frank, I hope to goodness that the Cardinals don't... Um, screw this one up and you have to get a tattoo of cliff kingsbury after they <laughs> lose to the panthers uh, it, it, we definitely don't think that's going to happen based upon our performance and this team's ability to pull out some i good, would just some think great, it would be an, slightly yeah, funny this, if that's it would the be case. it would be totally disappointing <laughs> to get a tattoo in honor of and then he go out and wet the wet the bed wet the bed Wet the bed to the Carolina Panthers, which we've done in the past. I was going to use that term, and I just couldn't think of. I was going to say like the S H I T, and then I was like, no, I can't say yeah. that. I want to say like potty the bed, like so. Yeah. I just scrapped it. Yeah, that's no, what we, my that's what my six year old still does. Got to use a pull up. Little man potties the bed. <laughs> Nothing to be ashamed of, Hudson. <laughs> Cliff, don't potty the bed this weekend against Matt Rule when he's starting XFL QBs. <laughs> that would be crazy. We have. So I, I already picked the design. I kind of got a good idea what I want. Okay. I think it's going to be great. 100% it is all about Cliff Kingsbury. I know we've kind of people have kind of asked me about the Kwame Lasseter tattoo and all that stuff. And then I've said, well, the whole idea was it was about Cliff. And I want to still honor Cliff. And if I want to do something with Kwame, I'll do it later or I'll do it on another part of my body. But And I love my brother. And I, but I love exactly what Cliff is doing. And so on behalf of PHNX Sports, in my heart of hearts, and all those out there that's watching us and paying attention, I'm going to keep it true to K2. You know, we got K1 and Kyler Murray. K2 has been doing his thing. So I'm going to keep my what I told what I said I'm going to do. And um, I have a design right now, and I like what I have. Is, the, is PHNX in the designs? So you can get that lifetime membership? I think I'm going to. I'm going to drop that little dit, 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 dit. I'm going to put them four letters at the bottom of it. I, I swear I'm going to put the four letters at the bottom of it so I can get a 100% lifetime membership of that. How it, I mean, I, I, I am going to do that 100%. Okay. And I'm looking forward to it. My artist is working on the design right now. and They're drawing it up. But in truth, I still feel like there might be somebody out there that has a, that might want to really do something special for Cliff. And I'm going to do it. I'm probably going to do it more where it's noticeable. Like this is my D's five here. For Dillard High School, five guys went to the same high school, went to the same college. That was like the Fab Five back in the days. But then in truth, I want to do something where you can see the cliff, the K2 tattoo. I was going to do it on my ankle, and I feel like if you're going to get a tattoo on your body, it should be seen. Um, and then if, you know, my face will not happen, but it would be someplace where it would be noticeable. All I'm right. looking forward to it. So we will definitely circle back in the very near future on yeah. the tattoo. Unfortunately, just not going to happen tonight. It's, it might not, it's not going to happen tonight, but if I can get somebody to get it popping this weekend or something like that, I know we have a show on Sunday. We do. So then, therefore, it's a good chance it's going to happen Sunday or early next Tuesday, somewhere in that window. And if I can't okay. do it on, if I can't do it live, when I show up with my Mike Tyson K2 tattoo. Oh, no. No one wants that. No, I won't do. It. I'm just playing, but it's going to be someplace. But I want it. I want to do it live, and if we can do it, um, I'm looking forward to it. I want to do it. I still want to honor my man. He deserves it 
we're in a position we've never been at. I'm loving where we are. He's doing some special stuff. So and he deserves that. The Cardinals are in a really great spot. So all right, well, the Cardinals taking on the Panthers, a very winnable game this weekend. But let's get to our Friday's four downs, the storylines that you need to know heading into this game. Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins will both be game time decisions, and we'll get to Kyler Murray in a minute. Panthers are without their starting quarterback, Sam Darnold. We'll get to that in a minute as well. Cardinals have lost five straight to the Panthers. We'd like to end that streak for sure. And the Cardinals are heavy favorites on Sunday. All right, so first off with Kyler Murray. He practiced today for the first time in about two weeks. Yeah, He was limited in practice, so we saw him out there. We're only allowed to be, I mean... I think it might be like maybe 10 minutes and that might be generous. Uh, so the open portion is very short, but from, from what we saw, Kyler threw a few passes and then they once they got more into some team kind of stuff, he was off to the side. So limited practice on Friday. So you've got, you know, a lim- one limited practice in two weeks. If you were to ask me, Although they were leaving it up to a game time decision and his official status is questionable, mm-hmm. I would say Kyler Murray is not playing on Sunday. That's just me. Wow. I would say the opposite. I think the fact that he got out there, did some work today, I do think he's going to play. I think he's optimistic he's going to play. I think last week, if it was a playoff game or the season was on the line, he would have played. But to me, is he going through the walkthroughs as the starter? My guess would be yes, behind closed doors when you're walking through shells and you've got your sandals on and it's low key. That, to me, would lead me to believe if that's happening, which I think it is, that he's going to start s- Sunday. I don't think... But he didn't even do that on Wednesday. I don't know. I it's it's it, That's interesting that we both completely the, take two different things away from that. This week just feels like they are going through the motions, not from a mental standpoint, but from a physical standpoint, because so many guys are banged up. And I, I feel like they understand the task at hand. You want to go home, you get a W against a bad Carolina team. Let's face it. And Carolina's got a legitimate defense, but the Cardinals should handle them. And I feel like Kyler Murray understands the task at hand, can go out there, does not have to move around a lot, limit his mistakes. They can come out. I think they're going to cover the spread at 10.5 points. But Hopkins is a different story. Hopkins didn't practice at all. I could still see him being active, playing about 40 to 50% of the snaps. Now, the good news is that the rest of Kyler Murray's compliments in the receiving core, Rondell Moore, Zach Ertz, A.J. Green, Christian Kirk. Mm-hmm. Everybody ought to be knock on wood back this week outside of maybe Hopkins at full strength. The offensive line is what it is from the interior. Justin Pugh is beat up. You don't know what the status is of Max Garcia. Does Justin Murray play with Josh Jones? I still think it's enough where Kyler Murray can feel more confident, especially when you're not on the road. Last week was difficult. Home, uh, You're away from home. Minimal receivers at your disposal this week. I think you... Ease him back in, you put him in on Sunday. I'm 50 50. I'm not a. <laughs> You're supposed to be the tiebreaker. Well, I know, but I'm 50 50 only because, like, I mean, well, it's still the Carolina Panthers. We were hoping that Kyler would play versus, you know, a divisional opponent, which was the 49ers last week, but he didn't play. And we went out and got a dub with your boy, my boy, your guy, your homie. Don't go to the well too much, Colt though. McCoy, Don't Colt do McCoy. It. Don't and do so it, this week, now against the Panthers, who was supposed to be, as you stated, a favorable win I feel like if it's at home and we still got Colt and that's an opportunity where he can still rest another week versus what we would consider a favorable win then he really does not have to play so that's why I'm 50-50 I don't today this week I don't need him to play 
this is the week. Not last week, and everything in me was why I'm getting a K2 tattoo because I thought he would play last week. However, um, he didn't, and they still came out with a win. And I just don't think we need him as much right now. I, I You just say he's not. he has limited practice time, and I agree. There are mental reps that guys do get. And then there are, you know, you don't always have to have the physical reps when your body's ready, kind of already in that grind mode. These guys should be in there after the week. This is like week 10 primarily. So to me, in my mind, I think it would be great to have him out there, but I just don't think we need him because what Colt was able to show is he could rest. I can do my job. Yeah. And I do it effectively. And then and then we still as an offense, we all respond exactly the same. So I'd be happy with that. So too. Cliff said something today. He was asked if Kyler is – now that he's back out there today, if he's sort of chomping at the bit, you know, to get back on the field. And Cliff, jokingly, but I think he was being serious at the same time, said, uh, yeah, he's not very fun to be around right now. He really wants to be out there. Mm-hmm. And um, I think you could take two things away from that. It's like, okay, one, if he's frustrated, really wants to be out there does he think that there's a good chance he's actually going to be out there on Sunday? If he's in a certain mood because, you know, he's he's sick of, of not being out there and, and not being able to play, um, you know, does that indicate something? Cliff could also be just blowing smoke. But it was, I mean. This is an interesting comment. I also think Kyler Murray's cognizant of a couple different things. He had never missed a start up until this point. Prides himself on that. Didn't miss a start at the collegiate level, right? Is trying to to garner generational wealth by the Cardinals post this season in becoming one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the NFL. And the best ability is availability, right? Right. And I think he looks at other players. It's coincidentally Russell Wilson coming back from injury, but up until this point in his illustrious career had never missed an NFL start. Kyler Murray hears the chirps, social media from fans, from opposing teams that he's little, that he can't hold up that potentially he could be injury prone. And I think right now that's something that a lot of people still have question marks about. You know, he ended the last two seasons, 16 game seasons now, not 17 with postseasons in mind, 16 game seasons. He was banged up at the end of the year. And now we're mid-season this year, and he's, yeah, and he's but missing what games. Quarter, uh, we, we were just talking, what was it, two weeks ago now, where there was like five starting or five backup quarterbacks that like happened to all have like great games. But how many backup quarterbacks have gotten action this year? That's it's a, just a thing with quarterbacks. I, I guess, but when you talk, okay, so we put Kyler Murray in the upper echelon, five top five to seven quarterbacks in the NFL. Like Tom Brady doesn't miss games. Historically, Russell Wilson. I mean, the only reason Aaron, Tom Brady is in a completely different right, let me, let's put him own. aside. Aaron Rodgers doesn't miss games outside of COVID-19. And I don't care if Kyler Murray had COVID and missed a game. We wouldn't be harping on that. So, I mean, historically, Deshaun Watson does not miss time. Patrick Mahomes does not miss time. The, the quarterbacks that we compare him to are there. Josh Allen every week. And we're, we've graduated from is he a top eight to 12 to 15 quarterback now? If you're trying to get to a Super Bowl, you have to you have to be available. And I before they drafted him, I had concerns like everybody else. Could he hold up over 17, 16, 17 games in the NFL? And the one thing you kept hearing Steve Kimes say after they drafted him, he's never been hurt. He's never been hurt. And it's been great each of these mm-hmm. first two years. I wasn't super concerned at the end of last year because we had a feeling, not going to make the playoffs, do what's smart, don't jeopardize it long term. This is a championship team with aspirations going to the Super Bowl so I I like the move to to play it safe but I'm also like man like this is mid-year three 
and they have a loaded team and he's banged up, like what's your five, six, seven going to look like? It just gives you hesitation. To be honest, if he misses two games and they go on to miss the, to make the uh, to play in the Super Bowl, win a title, to make it even just make a deep playoff run, nobody's thinking about the two games mid-season that, that Kyler that's Murray true. missed. Yep, that's true. They, they, I agree with you 100%. All they would be talking about is that if something happened, the Cardinals have a great backup in Colt McCoy. And that would be like the caveat to if we're chasing that, if we're chasing the rabbit that we really want to get to that goal of being in the playoffs, getting a chance to play for the NFC Championship, then moving toward the Super Bowl, all these great moments. If something happens, if, if Colt gets two wins under his belt, I tell you what, that's going to change a lot of the naysayers' conversation about the Cardinals because it will only prove that we do have an effective backup. So if we don't have Kyler, have you listened the to the Murray national Magic, media this week? I, oh my you. goodness, right? the narrative has changed. Because that's because look who we have behind us now, and it makes a difference now. It's, it would be as if you know when Philly went on their run. Yeah, and they lost. They lost Wentz, and then we Nick, Nick Foles, Foles came in. And, that team was then, just so stacked. Otherwise, and the same, but the same. <laughs> They were. That was a that was a loaded team. It's the same thing here, though. He, yeah. he has a loaded team. Code has a loaded team too. Here, so it worked out. I think a point got made to me on Twitter. <laughs> that's that's oh, supposedly really that's funny. Well, listen to the statement. He was like, "Yeah, that team was loaded. Like, forget Nick. That team was loaded." Oh same, yeah, they were. It's the same thing um, here. <laughs> would the Cardinals? I think things would be slightly different. And this is just my arrogance and my ignorance. But I think if the Cardinals were not eight and one or seven and one, and they were five and two or five and four, something like that, where they were firmly in the midst of like the Cardinals are going to the playoffs. It just depends on what seed and if they're going to win the division, hold off the Rams. If they were in the midst of like saving people's jobs, right? I think Kyler Murray would absolutely play this week. And he might've played last week when you're in the thick of it. If they, it's off to a slow start, you're trying to get people off your back, right? If you're mm -hmm. fending off San Francisco and Seattle, I think the fact that they bought themselves time, they'll never say this ever. But the fact that they're eight and one, they feel like well, not only they feel like they can win games with Colt McCoy, they bought collateral. Like yeah. they they can lose a game here here there. They could lose Sunday. We don't want to see it. That would be sickening, right? <laughs> when we think about their playoffs seasons, yeah. but it wouldn't be season ending. And so they bought themselves time, and mm -hmm. they'll never say that. But it's it's the act of attrition. Can can they keep Kyler Murray healthy? But if, if they were, like, under 500, I think Kyler Murray would be playing. Well, here's – okay, so I'm going to continue to play devil's advocate on your point of Kyler wanting to shake the can-he-stay-healthy storyline. If the coaching staff is being ultra-conservative with him just because of where they're at, the coaching staff and people behind the scenes, it doesn't matter what anybody says outside. I mean, it doesn't matter what fans or what we say. It matters what's, what's going on internally. And so if they're very well aware – that we're being extra conservative. He can play if we need him to play. But, hey, we're looking at this in terms of a marathon, not a sprint. We need him, you know, to be ready for, you know, the, the back half of the season and, you know, for a playoff run. So, therefore, we're, gonna, we're going to be conservative with him. Kyler's not thinking about, oh, my gosh, you know, people, people think I can't stay healthy, et cetera. No, I think what the the former of what you just said, I think, is probably true. So maybe punches holes in my earlier assessment, but I, I really do. I really do think that. Did you just come full circle? I did. <laughs> I I think Kyler Murray wants to play, and for, he he's very prideful. And I also think the organizations in his ear, like big picture, we're trying to win a championship. 
Do not jeopardize it. It's the Carolina Panthers. They're under 500. They're sinking fast. We'll, we'll play it by ear. I, I, I literally believe last week and this week is a play it by ear scenario with Kyler. All right, so the Panthers are going to be for sure without their starting quarterback and Sam Darnold. P.J. Walker going to get the start. Uh, here are some rumblings that we may possibly see a an appearance from Cam Newton. It's like funny, like when the signing happened yesterday and on Twitter, everybody was freaking out like he could start this week. And I'm like, there is, first of all, Yes, we need to give Cheerson credit. Cheerson credit. I, I was in love with what she said. It was such a, a simple. I don't know because I've like, been waiting for Cam Newton Superman to sign back. with a team. Like any time a, a like a quarterback goes down, I'm like, oh, what about Cam Newton? And then of course, like his former team, they've got their starter. And it's like, okay, no brainer, bring in Cam Newton. And then yeah, I really nah, don't need any credit for you. The team. No, you I, didn't credit. Think, I didn't even. I think didn't about think it. of that. But you said bring <laughs> Superman back. Yeah. And that was the catch. I, like, I, I love it. I love it. I'm addicted to Twitter, and I feel like that was the love first time I I had heard that floated at all. And I'm not on Panthers Twitter consistently, from, but from a national perspective, I had not heard that. So we need to give Cheerson credit. It's funny though. I I put it out there. I'm like, no way he plays a significant role on Sunday. And then I don't know if it's an indictment on PJ Walker, who's been in the system now two years. But like, there's a chance like Cam could get packages Sunday. Now, those will probably be like direct snaps, some RPOs with Christian McCaffrey. You know, Cam is not a prolific passer like he once was. His arm is a little bit shot. His shoulder's not, it's beat up, right? But I, like, it would not surprise me in the least if he got maybe like 10 snaps against the Cardinals. Well, I mean, I think just bringing him in as like kind of just like an energizer, right? To just change things up. Mm -hmm. He still has, you know, a lot of his former teammates on the team. I think the fan base still loves Cam. And so if you can bring him up and there's some simple packages that he that he's able to execute, because obviously he doesn't have a whole lot of time to prepare. But, you know, if you can bring him in and he can do some give you some different looks and maybe throw a wrench in, in uh, what the Cardinals are trying to do defensively, then I wouldn't be surprised if we see it. To me, this is a desperate plea. I like it from Cam's standpoint because he got like $10 million from Carolina. Go get your money, Cam. This is one of these deals. You can't see on Cal do with this hand. Look over here to distract you. We're bringing back Cam to distract you from the fact that we butchered the quarterback position two consecutive off seasons that did the Carolina Panthers. This same regime... Matt Rule and company kicked Cam to the curb. They went out and signed Teddy Bridgewater. That was a disaster. So then this offseason, what they do, they traded a second and a third for Sam Darnold, who's been horrific. So they came crawling back to Cam this this week and trying to get the fan base up. I don't think it's going to matter. I think they're going to top out maybe six, seven wins. But but good for Cam. Full circle, my man. Are we talking about our predictions tonight? We can. Are, are we for the game, discuss, yeah. yeah are we, we, are we going to do that tonight? Yeah. Sure. Like, cause like I got, I got it where it's, I think if he plays, it's going to change the narrative of any of my, I mean, I got a, I got a close game because I know he's on the team. Like I don't have it where it's like a blowout. I don't, I don't care what the Vegas says. I think Cam is a game changer. He is a, if the defense already plays at a high level, imagine what a mindset will change the offense once they realize they got somebody that's a dog. That's six six that comes in and hopefully can, that's next week. I agree with you. Well, I don't. I'm, I don't I'm, think it's gonna be this weekend. I'm hoping the same, but yeah. I'm, I'm just saying these guys will rally around. I I, I, I try. That to was you, what the point that I was making, I, and I agree with you. That's what I'm saying. I believe that the NFL is. I just trust you. If you bring your game, I'm a, I might play a little harder. 
This is why they asked not to put bulletin board material up on, on the wall. Because that little bit will make me play just that little bit more. Yeah. And if I come ready to play, like ready, then that's going to cause a problem. Most guys don't come. They don't come ready to play. Did so you see the guys clip? Play, but of, they don't come ready to play. Of Robbie Anderson like tearing into Sam Darnold on the sideline last week. I, I guess just missing him. Aaron throws. I think to Frank's point, like they the receivers in it's that a group. Setup. Yeah, that's right. Get me somewhere else. They have, they have Robbie Anderson. They've got DJ Moore. They've got Christian. They've got some real players. They got players. They do not respect Sam Darnold. I think they will gravitate toward Cam. And so when I say when you go to the film. And you watch, we were talking about last week when we were talking about your boy OBJ and your dude, I'm Baker, I'm like, look, when we go to the film and we see this BS, and you're not talking about this BS he doing, not me, but he's doing, and your one's dressing that issue, I promise you that is a setup. You feel like it's a setup. You feel like it's a, but if you get a dude in there that just like, hey, guess what? I got you. What we running? Just tell me, you're running a five, you're running a seven. Okay, got it. Red 80. Red 80, red 80, sight, <laughs> jumps back, throw the ball, bam. And, and that's just momentum, and that's all. That is the narrative in the NFL, I swear. All you need is a little bit of a game changer emotionally and mentally that will make me do certain things that I wouldn't do for this dude. I'd do it for you, but I wouldn't do it for him. i come to work for you. I'm not working for him. I'd run my route harder for A.J., or for D Hop. Well, because I'm not doing it for Andy. Sam Darnold has improved a damn thing in this league. But that's what Cam I'm Newton saying. Is and that's and that's all Hall they famer. need. So that is great. This girl right here is amazing. She got it. What if you would have woke? <laughs> what if you would have gone to? Going. What if you would have gone to sleep at the end of the preseason and woke up just now, and you turned into this game and it's Cam Newton versus Colt McCoy? You'd probably be thinking, "What the hell happened?" What? What went on Absolutely. for this to happen? Just because they're leaving that, and I'm sure yes. it's intentional that they're, you know, opening. Even even if Cam Newton, if there is no actual plan for him to be to play in this game, I for sure they're going to lead everybody else to think otherwise and think that there's a, a definite potential that we will. But for that reason, because we don't know, and because I feel like anything can happen, it could be a complete disaster, or we could, or it could fall under what what Frank and I think is the potential there, yeah. where guys are rallying behind Cam, and Cam's like on fire because he's got another opportunity, and no team would give him an opportunity, and uh, so. So I, I I have no idea what's going to happen in this game. To your point, though, and Vance Joseph had a comment I heard earlier today, or maybe it was yesterday, about the, the, the good news of P.J. Walker playing as opposed to Sam Darnold. The game plan that you'd have for Walker is the same for Cam Newton. Similar quarterbacks, mobility, clearly not the same caliber mm-hmm. of attributes, but mobile guys who like to run, who may be a little bit limited throwing the football. So... The good news is is you could probably expect the same offensive system or scheme to some degree if Cam Newton does play. The the Cardinals will be prepared. The the Cardinals de- the Cardinal defense is not what I'm concerned about in this game. Like to me, outside of just JJ Watt, they have their full complementary complement of players, right? To me it's like can the Cardinals overcome potentially not having Kyler Murray for another week against a far better defense in Carolina. By the way, 
you just made me think of it. Chase Edmonds and Justin Pugh on the offensive side of the ball, uh, they're both ru- ruled out. So those are two mm. uh, two guys that will not be on the field. Mm. But Buda Baker was um, he is expected to be to be on the field on Sunday, which that would be a key piece missing in their defense if he was not able to go. But it looks like he will. Uh, Cardinals have lost five straight to the Panthers, which is which is wild to think about. They did go through this stretch where they like could not win a game on the East Coast, and I think that probably had something to do with it. Yeah. But five straight, including last year's loss, which nobody forgot, 31-21. It was like this big emotional win for, for or game for Teddy Bridgewater because I think it was like the first time he scored like a rushing touchdown since his like 2016 like mm-hmm. injury and so like it was it was meaningful to the team in that way. They jumped out to this like 14-nothing lead in the first quarter. Uh DeAndre Hopkins uh had was rendered pretty much uh, ineffective um, didn't really do much and I, I think it was he was coming off injury didn't practice the whole week played that game but he didn't do much we all know last year it was like Kyler and DeAndre or nobody and so it just was a horrible game uh, and, and Kyler was asked earlier this week what happened did Carolina last year do something different or what happened here's what he had to say no, nah, we just we just got our ass beat. That was um, that was that was that. I mean, it was um, got off the bus with no juice, no energy, um, and it was that, that that showed on the on the field. You know, it wasn't anything special that they did last year. We just you know they played they wanted it more, played harder than us, played more physical than us, and that that was you know that was the story of that game. I can bet that that's not going to happen on Sunday. hoping that it, I had to pause because it felt like that's exactly the gasp you have to take not knowing once you've lost five straight games to a team that you probably should have beaten in the last five times maybe two because they did have Cam yeah. so I get that and they did have a tight end that they can they can throw the ball to and they had a running game they can make happen so in the last couple of years I get it last year no they should not have lost but they got the they got it. They got kicked. And really, really the five—I mean, the five-game losing streak goes back to like pre-Cliff and right. Kyler and all that stuff. So right. really, the big loss was was what happened last year. Right. And that's—I mean, this this team has to. The Cardinals have to continually. My man said it best, CK. They have to continually meet the rise to their standard. They have to believe in themselves that whatever we're doing right now is not new. If we just go out and keep playing. And no matter what the the world says, no matter what the media says, it's not here in Arizona. We just got to got we got to keep going out and play. So, it it will be a challenge mentally and emotionally without the idea that we have to we have to do a get back game. But we just got to go out and just do what we do, and it should be it should be a good game from that standpoint. The Cardinals are the better team, regardless if Kyler Murray plays. They're at home again. Yep. We say this. Like, they have not put together really outside of the Houston game, and I don't even know if you count that, given the state of the Houston Texans haven't played a real complete game at home this season in front of their fans. And to have this momentum, you need consistent momentum going into the Seattle game. The Seattle game in Seattle, division opponent, you want to put your stamp on this division, you need to have a positive trajectory. And I'm, I'm sure the thought process is, can we beat Carolina with without some of our key guys to get them ready right before the bye, to go all out at at Seattle against now the return of Russell Wilson. So uh, at the end of the day, Cliff Kingsbury is a better coach than Matt Rule. Uh, I like the quarterback, whomever Arizona starts. They've got the the better offensive line. Just from a skill player standpoint, it's not particularly close. 
And for all this talk about Carolina's defense, I Cardinals defense is better in almost every statistical category. So it's a game you should win. Uh, I don't know about payback from year in and year out. Too many players change, right? Some of these guys weren't here. The Cardinals didn't have Marcus Golden at this point last year. So Bowling. Yeah, but they do have Hassan Reddick, that being Carolina. Yeah, and we talked about that earlier in the week. He's having a heck of a year, and so everybody wishes Hassan the best. Yes. I don't think there's any ill feelings from anyone here in Arizona towards him. I got it. What? Yeah, I no. want to what y'all was talking about. Usually I got when it. we go one way, Frank goes the other nah, way. Nah, man, nah, this dude was not, the first. I'm not talking about, like, right, I'm talking about like this Sunday. Like, do you, like, I'm talking about in general, you've got a problem with Hassan Reddick? I'll just leave it alone. I'll just keep it to myself. That's all, what did know. he do to you? He didn't do anything to me. <laughs> It's the fact that the dude, I mean, it's, again, we drafted a first-round draft pick. Thought he was going to be amazing. He stunk the first couple of years. Not that it was his fault because he wasn't It was, right. not, it his was not his fault. I agree, however. And then we get him, and then he's balls. I'm like, now he's someplace that's balls. I'm pissed. He I was balling last year. I, he, but I want him on my team, damn it. Sorry, excuse me. But he's not here no more, and I feel like we got cheated from the guy we we had a first-round draft pick. He was great in college for a year or two. He did his thing. He got here. He sucked. I know, and but your issues with that coaching staff and not it bothers me. It bothers me that it bothers me how it, it this it bothers no. me. Mm. Watch this. It. it bothers me <laughs> like it bothered me when Lomas Brown left and went to the Giants and won a Super Bowl. It bothers me like when Simeon Rice left and he went and won a Super Bowl. It bothers me like Aeneas Williams left. Thomas Jones. I can keep going because yeah. I'm tired of watching that players. That doesn't happen with this franchise anymore. I promise you that does not happen. That, and Carolina is not winning a Super Bowl, All right, so I, don't I, worry I, about I'll that. get off the ledge then because Johnny just brought me back. It doesn't. It ledge. doesn't. They had Chandler Jones and Marcus I, had, I was ready to jump. I was ready to jump. They, they now take other people's talent. DeAndre Hopkins, That's right? Chandler saying. Jones, Facts. J.J. Watt. Facts. They purge. They don't get purged anymore. They used to be the minor league system for teams that wanted to compete for championships. I, I'm with you. They are not that anymore. I almost want to throw a French in the bunch right now, I do. I'm going to leave it on. I'm going to keep moving and plowing. Give my man Hassan a break. He was abused from a uh, uh, developmental standpoint. They they screwed his development up. I agree. They I agree forced one, him inside. I agree with that. I 100% I agree with that. And that's a part of not really a, addressing your talent or what you bring in. When you got a guy that's supposed to be a defensive end, don't try to make him a linebacker. Keep him as a defensive end and let him grow from there. And it doesn't matter your size. Von Miller has showed it doesn't matter your size. That's who they like. Multiple that's who levels. he was supposed that's, to be. That's who he was supposed to be. And he didn't get that to be like Small the last five games of his last year here, which was, and you could have gave him a contract. We still could have. He's gonna happy. be paid handsomely though. And he'll he be, he'll be fine. Go, go go get it, bro. But don't do it this week, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you guys about the DraftKings Sportsbook app and the fact that I thought I had a really good DraftKings Sportsbook app pick of the week, midweek, and I had this parlay going for the <laughs> Thursday night game uh, between the Ravens and the Dolphins. I had a Marquise Brown anytime touchdown and Ravens winning the race to 10 points. And I was like, yeah, I feel really good about this. Like the Dolphins suck. And um, we all know that I lost money on that. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm back again. I'm going to do another DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week. And yeah. I'm just going to keep this one really simple. I'm just going to pick the Cardinals to beat the 
Panthers and just <laughs> just try and redeem myself because for some reason oh, anytime man. I feel good about doing a parlay and I always gravitate towards like the same type of parlay too. Maybe I need to like switch it up a little bit. For dang sure get away from the race to ten points because that's I mean, I never win that one. Um but uh anyway, so that is my DraftKings Sportsbook app pick of the week. I dig it. No, you gotta bet your way through sometimes, friends. <laughs> You know, up, if you're coach. missing, you just got to double and triple down and buy back in, and eventually the tide will change. So yeah. that's going to happen. I feel like that'll happen for you this week. I certainly hope so. If you have not downloaded the DraftKings Sportsbook app yet, do so. Use the code PHNX if you bet a dollar on a game and a team to score in that game. If they score, you win. Uh, you can get uh, $100 in free bets with this promotion. But as always, that's 21 and over, Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Next Step. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And... Quick question. Yeah. Uh, my man, Low Tone Capone, asked... He's making a statement, but I want to ask JB about this. I think both of you guys might know this question. The answer to the question. Thursday night, football strikes again. About how many times does Thursday night strike again? Like, no one... I would... I'm with you, Chip. No way in the world I'd have picked the Dolphins to beat the Ravens at all. And I'm, I'm pretty sure a lot of people lost a lot of money on that bet. But about how many times? We're looking at maybe, what, 12, 12 to maybe 14 Thursday night games a year? I think the, the bet I usually trend when looking at a Thursday night game is the home team. If you've got a short week and you travel, that's why everybody was so staunchly committed to the Cardinals beating the Packers and then you add in the this, this slew of outs because of COVID and otherwise. But number 12, the differentiator was Aaron Rodgers that game. So he's the trump card, league MVP. Otherwise, I, I say, you know, even teams that have not won the game outright, like I think of the Jags earlier this season, mm-hmm. they cover at least. They covered against Cincinnati. So I would just trend more with the home team. No matter what, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, all right. Just don't do whatever I'm doing currently. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we've been mentioning this all week long. It, we've officially hit two months here at PHNX, which is super exciting stuff. If you've been following us, love what we're doing, want to become a member and support us further and just become a part of the fam, uh, you can sign up today. Go phnx.com. And you can get a free T-shirt of your choosing at PHNX Locker. Dot com or your first month for 50 cents, depending on which option you choose. If you're joining us and are able to see us through YouTube or on social media, where if you're joining us on our live stream, Johnny's wearing one of our newer shirts, one of our best sellers. Maybe we are just effing better. That's a good looking shirt, Johnny. Yes, yes. Everybody for me standing out. But yeah, it's awesome. It came really fast. I ordered it maybe like a week and a half ago. Wow. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm loving my PHNX year. I'm trying to get enough so I can go every day of the month. So I'm trying to accumulate 30 shirts and I have like seven or 10 right now. So yeah, I'm, I'm digging it. It's like super soft. You guys know this. Super soft material, material not 100% cotton bullshit. This is the kind of stuff that you'd be proud not only to wear out with friends and family, but if you're going you know, downtown Scottsdale, downtown Phoenix, mm-hmm. it's very, very sharp. And, and people pull jacket over it or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, a little really cardigan good. maybe. Feeling feeling good. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I'm rocking my PHNX. There you um, go. Oh yeah, man. and Frank's got one of our other ones. Yeah, man, just one. 
And, and Leah's wearing Leah. one. Oh, okay, I'm going to grab some of those, uh, the uh, the Suns ones. I like that. I like the Oh, like and book. since you mentioned the Suns one, we have a promotion for our members this week. Buy one, get one Suns t-shirt. Really? Yeah. Buy one, get one? Buy one, get one, Frank. I bought the Devin Booker one. It came today. I the, need that. the He's on fire one. It is... I cannot shoot a basketball to save my life, but even I look cool in PHNX Suns gear, friends. So pick them up today. Johnny Suave. That's right, my man. Low Tone Capone. That's, that has to be one of the best avatar names imaginable. My guy right there, Low Tone. Low Tone Capone. Loving it. All right, let's talk about this Panthers defense. We've talked about how they're pretty legit. Um, but, Johnny, are you buying or selling on their defense? So you and I had an opportunity to connect earlier today, and I told Cheerson Frank, I said, I think they're a little bit fraudulent. I like a lot of their players. They got Stephon Gilmore from mm -hmm. New England. Their, their bookend pass rushers, Reddick and Burns, are legit. But I'm like, how good are they? Uh, because I thought in my head, like, their offense is always putting them in bad positions, so they must be pretty good if they're holding up like this. And it's it's funny, uh, the defensive coordinator that was with Matt Rule at Temple and Baylor is now with him at the NFL. So they've been step for step. That's part of the reason Hassan Reddick went there, and I, his name is, escapes me right now, but he could be a head coach in waiting. But when they face legitimate offenses this year, outside of a Week 2 victory at home against New Orleans when they had allowed seven points. And if you remember, that was like in the midst of like New Orleans not going home. They were living in hotels. The stadium wasn't available. Dallas put 36 points on them uh, at Dallas, right? So that was a road game. The Vikings put 34 points on them, okay? The Giants put 25 points on them. So this, this defense is not susceptible to quality quarterback play. They have shined against the likes of the Atlanta Falcons, They've shined against the Houston Texans, the New York Jets. Mm. So to me, do they have good play? Are they a good defense? Absolutely. But are they like these wor world beaters, the second coming of like the 12th man in Seattle, the Legion of Boom? No. The, the, <laughs> the great elixir for their defense, or excuse me, the great equalizer is elite playmakers and an elite offense, at which the Cardinals have. So the Cardinals are the only team right now, I think, that have won all five road games by double digits. Now they play at home this week, but to me... This line is 10.5 because people think that the Cardinals can put up points against Carolina's defense. I think they're fine. Well, when you lay it out in terms of the, their schedule and, and how things have gone from game to game and you know their best defensive performances have come against teams like the Jets and the Texans, then, yeah, I see what you're saying. They probably get a little more credit than maybe they deserve, and certainly in a game like against the Cardinals, which have one of the top offenses in the league. And we'll get to, uh, you know, more about their offense and the amount in which they've grown during the Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray era. But um, I don't think that they're going to, you know, cause problems for the Cardinals. They they did not shut down the Rams like the Cardinals did. They did not shut down the Titans like or the Browns in Cleveland. So, again, they're fine. They have quality personnel. And I also think we have to be careful to – Sam Darnold was so turnover prone that he probably led to a lot of short fields yeah. for opposing offenses. I don't know what we're going to expect from this Cardinal or excuse me, this Carolina offense this weekend. If they don't turn the ball over, that's that's already a win in their favor because Darnold was so bad. A, a really bad offense exposes a defense consistently. Like you go from maybe playing if you're in the Rams, you're with the Cardinals offense, you're in the Cardinals defense right now. 
they might be averaging maybe 77 snaps, between 70 and 80 snaps a game. You with a really, really bad offense, you're out there on the court, you're on the field, 90 to 100 and something plays. That is exposing you to all kinds of – it exposes everybody. And, and like you said, shorter, shorter, field, shorter, shorter fields to deal with, things like that. So it, it just – and it kills you emotionally when you go out, run it, stop a team for 12 plays or a 14-play drive, and then your offense gets on the field, and then they go out and they one, two, three, and out, they throw you back on the field. And right. then you feel like you're out there fighting this game by yourself. So – um, I've been a product of that, so I know that. I used, to look, <laughs> I used to walk off the field, look at our defensive players, come on the field like, you motherfucker. <laughs> they look at Jake, they look at our mother. <laughs> it was bad. So, I mean, we had a really bad offense. So, we were three and out a lot of times, um, and it was bad. Buddy Ryan's quote was, don't, don't lose the game. The defense will win the game. Just don't make turnovers, and the defense will win the game because we'll get turnovers and we'll score. That was that was his mindset. So, but we were turning it over and <laughs> they couldn't stop. Chat. We were turning over for touchdowns, pick sixes, pick set. It was like it was bad. And so, that's what Carolina's been doing. Yeah. So, it, a, a really bad offense will expose your defense, and you really can never really see how really good you can be because the box score never really matches. It just means you're you're getting a lot of reps, and unfortunately, that's just the way it is. So we all agree that. Panthers are a crappy team. They've lost five of their last six. And um, this should be a very, very, very winnable game. Although it yeah. could it could be a little bit interesting if we see Cam Newton. Uh, on the 100% of being. I, 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 look. Frank's like openly rooting for Cam to play him. I'm well. sort of openly I'm, rooting I'm for him. Yeah. I think it's I fun. Yeah, I think, I think it, will, it will make the game. I don't want it to make the game. I want to walk away with a dub. But I, I'm not I'm not foolish to think that there are not other guys getting paid on the other side of the ball, on the other side of, you know on the other side of the field that's that's supposed to come up and go to work, and if the team comes to work, then it makes it makes that much better for a game of competition. And in truth, I mean if you if you want a 75 to zero game, then that's that's what kind of fan you are. If you want a 25 to 25 24 game, that's what kind of fan you are. I'm the proponent of the 25 24. Because that means two teams brought players together and they showed up and the best team won and they grinded and they, they went at each other. And they, it, was, it was the part of strategy between the coaches and having to make a decision on should we kick it, should we not kick it, should we use our timeout, should we not use our timeouts. I want that. That's in my mind. I'm thinking this makes for a better story. Yeah. And yet, um, as long as you come away with the dub. They come over with the dub. I'm okay with that. So we get the dub. I'm happy. No, the last thing that we want is in 2020, Teddy Bridgewater had this emotional, big, um, what do you call it? Not landmark, but I mean, I guess it would be a landmark kind of game um, that was significant because it was like he was out there, had a great game, found the end zone after this horrific injury. 2021, Cam Newton floating around nobody wants yeah. to sign yeah, him all of a sudden midweek panthers sign him he goes in wins the game for the <laughs> frank, want wants, frank wants that i'm convinced frank want wants that. that i don't want it. i swear i don't want it. carolina's <laughs> offensive line is by and large one of the worst in the nfl that's going to be the equalizer this week if they had um a, a people moving offensive line they're missing backups and backups if the Cardinals get exposed this week by this Carolina team, 
with or without Kyler Murray, I, that is a detriment to their long-term success this season. Okay, it's not you know season ending by any stretch of the imagination but when you're thinking about the margin for error when you're competing against the la rams and we'll talk about the rams and the, and the aggressive moves they're making can't be losing carolina at home you just cam newton or not it just can't happen all right well before we get into that i let's compare 2018 cardinals so steve wilkes josh rosen leading the offense to more vomiting 2021 <laughs> midway through the season take a look at some of these stats it Good points job. touchdowns scoring drives fourth wow. down oh my god Not wow freaking close so through Good nine games Drew in 2021 Rose. that's the graphic the of the year have absolutely trumped this the final season statistics offensively it, from 2018 before Cliff and Kyler took over. And uh, these these are just, I, I picked four of the stats. Well the done, Cheerson. That the car- yeah. Thank you. Great job. I felt like these were significant stats, mm-hmm. but there was a really long list. It, pretty much every offensive category, statistical category, and at, down the line wasn't even close. And wow. that's just through nine that, games. That, well, the underscore, that 2018 team, especially their offense set NFL football back it was one of the worst offenses of the past two decades and it got cliff kingsbury i think in part this job because they wanted to do the polar opposite of what they were doing with wilkes and company so they scrapped their defensive head coach and they scrapped their immobile quarterback and they Mm -hmm. went the complete opposite they got a hot shot collegiate offensive coach and they took a mobile quarterback first overall and it's paid dividends if i if i was cliff kingsbury not that he won't need uh, much proof after the season he's putting together. I would take that graphic to Michael Bidwell and I would say, I would like a new contract, sir, because look what I've done for your team. Look, it was a unicorn moment to even catch Cliff and to catch Kyle at that window mm-hmm. and to bring them both in and watch these guys grow and develop. I agree with you 100%. I would take that graphic, <laughs> walk in and off and say, look, bro, that's what I'm doing. You see the work I'm putting in. Albert Breer had like a good it. article for, he had an exclusive with Michael Bidwell this week for, I think, MMQB.com, SI. And basically, the Jets. MMQB.com SI. What are you talking about? Monday morning quarterback oh, via Sports oh, oh, Illustrated. Okay, 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 it's it. a lot of acronyms there. I apologize. Uh, if you're That's not, all you had to say. Yes, my mistake. <laughs> basically, Michael Bidwell got Cliff on a plane right after he interviewed with the Jets, and he was on the phone with Cliff's agent saying, "Make sure he doesn't sign anything with the Jets." Because the Cardinals and the and the and the Jets were going back and forth with Cliff, and really we hate to admit this, the loser was going to end up with Adam Gase because the Cardinals interviewed Adam Gase too during that 2018 <laughs> offseason. Oh so Michael Bidwell got him on the plane, and so glad. like Cliff and Michael hit it off, and Cliff texted his agent, he's like, "I really like this owner much more," which is a great sense of character because the Jets ownership is a disaster, and that's what sealed the deals. Cliff and Michael's relationship that day. So I think we have to give Michael Bidwell a ton of credit for Ooh. how he handled that whole process in conjunction with Steve Kime. And I mean, it, it it's had some ups and downs, but it has been a, a beautiful marriage that we've seen come to fruition this season. You got you got you only got one season. And after that it's the next season. When I say that I don't I don't like to take that for granted because it's hard to put together a team. It's really, really hard to let the guys mature and come into a place where they actually can perform. You know, it's not just playing, but it's performing. You pay guys to perform, and that is a, some, that's a situation where you have to find that good chemistry and conversation. I think when I was at Auburn, we had lost my 
freshman, my freshman or sophomore year, we was five, five and one, and five and six, and we were going on probation. And Pat died. We was lo- we were losing Pat died, but they dra- they brought in Tommy um, Terry Bowden, mm. who had been scoring fifty something points yeah. at 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 Sanford, mm. which is D two. And then they was like, and he wasn't a man of great stature, but they brought him in. But he had great, his name was of great stature because he's a Bowden. Mm-hmm. He's scoring 50 plus points. He comes in and he's literally just saying, it's about attitude. It's attitude. It's attitude. That's all he talked the whole It's going to take great attitude to believe that you can still win. Attitude, attitude, attitude. And that one word stood out so much through our 11 and 0 football season because it was all about attitude. We was on probation. We couldn't go anywhere. We couldn't do anything. But it was all that one thing. And when we talked to Kyler, I mean, excuse me, Christian Kirk, and he talked about, that's what I wanted to ask. That's what I really wanted to ask that question was, what is really being said to you guys that's making you guys perform? Because no one else believes you guys are this good. But you guys are performing at a level that's like stupid numbers. And you're not getting the credit for it, but you're still performing. And I think that is something to watch this team. That's why I said, let's not pass this moment by with a bunch of like, this is what we should be doing. Stop. This is the Cardinals. We have we have not done this, and we're doing something special right now. And as you just stated, kudos to Mike for the stuff that happens behind the scenes that you really don't know about, and the little things that make a difference in creating a franchise. And it's happening. Most people hated one or both of the moves. If you supported Kyler, you probably didn't support Cliff. If you liked, I liked the Cliff Kingsbury move immediately. I did not want them to pivot off Josh Rosen. It's nothing against Kyler. I just thought that that was a complete waste because you were going to trade Josh Rosen for 30 cents on the dollar. There were very few people within the NFL landscape, the media that thought both moves would work and work as well as they have. And a lot of people, I didn't think that I I wasn't ever sitting there. I didn't think both would work at all. I gave him a short term. I didn't think the players would buy into him. I didn't think they was going to relinquish all the power to him like they did. I didn't think the coaches that they had brought in, and disrespectfully, they brought in coaches that had time and tenure between an OC or offensive coordinator and a They and were a very fortunate coach. to get Kugler and Vance Joseph. And I just did not think they would be like, you know, and typically nepotism in the NFL and the coaching rank is why Bruce Aarons took all 75 of his coaches yeah. to, the, to Tampa Bay. They right. got the... The oldest and the most coaches. They got and the gang a, back together. Right. They yeah. got the, the whole. So that to me is something where you just don't see that. And we have a new coach coming from a college program to come in and to watch what these guys are kind of develop. And I think that's pretty special. Really, really, really special. And Cheerson, you and I have talked about it this week. Like the, the, the stark difference in how Cliff was treated between he and Matt Rule. Matt Rule, who had a ton of success at the collegiate level, Baylor, they had to, the Carolina Panthers had to court him away. He's getting paid. Like eight point five million dollars yeah, this year. Way more than a Cliff is making about five, five and a half, yep. and this is in his third year. I, I just think it's we just have to be careful when we anoint guys from the media standpoint, casual fan, because you really don't know. And the people that push back and say, "Well, Cliff Kingsbury has Kyler Murray." Well, Cliff Kingsbury is a big reason why Kyler Murray's here, number one. And Matt Rule had his choice of a lot of NFL jobs and chose Carolina. So this quarterback issue that they have, the offensive issue that they have, is largely on him. So we, I, I hate when people make that excuse about Cliff Kingsbury, and that's why I'm so glad he was able to show off his offense last week sans Kyler Murray mm-hmm. and just shove it down San Francisco's throat Be, just because people think he is a product of, of Kyler Murray. And now we see, like, the best version of the Cardinals is a marriage between the two of them. Yeah. For some reason, it's just been a topic throughout the entire week out at practice, just sort of Cliff's 
maturation and his relatability and why guys decided that he's somebody that they're going to respect and follow. Mm -hmm. And we were talking to Corey Peters and I asked him about, you know, do you prefer to play for a guy that's more of like, you know, what you'd consider kind of like a player's coach, like super approachable and relatable, somebody you can talk to. And he mentioned that one thing that's great about Cliff is everybody feels like, you know, you could talk to Cliff about anything. But at the same time, he was like, but at the end of the day, what really matters is the game plan that they're coming up with. And he was like, I've been on teams where we are, we're looking at each other and we're like, uh, PTSD do we, right yeah, like, like, what are we doing here? And he was like, that's, that's not the case. Like we believe in the game plan that our coaching staff puts together week in and week out. And that's a, that's a big difference. It's huge, man. Like it's, it's, a. Uh... It only allows you to continually believe that you're you're putting me in the best position. Did you get posed with that a lot when you were sitting in meetings? You're like, this shit ain't gonna oh, work. Oh, I 100 percent know that. 100. <laughs> percent Look, anytime you come to the board and be like, look, we're not throwing this out. Dion's over there. We're not throwing that way. What the? So you, you don't pay Rob Moore to go out and, sm and ma smack him? You don't you don't pay us to do that to beat him? Like that, there were many game plans I knew for a fact we had no intentions on literally walking out there and just dominating. We had, so when you say that, that's why I say it's so important to watch like that. When they, when the guys speak that way, it tells you that they feel like they got a chance to go out and beat a team. And the NFL is such a, it's a, it's a small thing, but it's huge to the guys that know it. It's small that I know you don't throw good to the right. Some are blitz to the left. It's a small thing to know that if we just double down on this on him, we got a running lane all day. That's small. That's only in house. But if you don't, if you don't try to stop their their defensive end from dominating my right tackle who's struggling, and you don't slide a running back over, or you don't bring that receiver in just a chip block, we about to get murdered. Like when we played New York, and they had your boy. Oh, shit. Oh, I forgot his name. Big, he on TV every day. Um, the big defense, Michael Strahan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or when we played the Vikings and they had your boy. Ah, oh, keep forgetting these names. <laughs> Dang it. I apologize, y'all. I just. I, <laughs> 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 let's get it popping. That's how it feels. Dang it. Anyway. I got that, lucky that that was just like a soft little football. That little guy's not going to set. You might as well bring yeah, that down. On. Imagine if I would have just <laughs> mimicking Frank and the whole shelf. Like, the whole do, 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 do. I'm worried your laptop's going to oh kick it too. No. It's no, crazy no. over here, man. It's how excited we are about this thing. And you, you realize. Frank's having PTSD flashbacks. I really am. And just I really horrific like, game plans. I have, to, I have to back up. At Sun Devil I really Stadium. I really do, bro. I don't have as much room in this studio than we do in our normal one. We're very animal. Animated and we like to get our arms involved. Yeah, and you can't. Stuff. I really, for real. It's it's a it's a it's a moment, man. Like it's you you feel like you're set up for success. You come in here, you don't feel like the lights on right, or she's not doing a part. We have the best production got, crew. I always feel like you have a great production crew. You feel like you're not you're not set up, you're not set up for success. And that's a, yeah. and if you come back tomorrow and you do the same thing, you feel like you're not set up for success. It's yeah. like when I do this show and, and I feel great and I do bets with Shane and I feel freaking terrible because I'm like, <laughs> I have to carry this show on my back. No, I'm that's just... how it feels. Trust me. So it is a great season. Your boy Ryan, 
look, Ryan, Ryan, uh, Ryan, 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 Ryan. Yeah, you're right. I see oh right in. I don't, I don't know what's going on with that. But, bro, you're absolutely right. It's a fun team. It's great to see when your coaches are maturing. But it's great to see that he could win without Kyler. And that's the it's reason why. Of a great coach. 100% the reason why I'm getting my tattoo right. is because Cliff showed he can go out and beat a division opponent. Not the, not the Panthers. Not at home. Not at home. He went out with a band of misfits. I call them that. But they're really players, and they put together a game plan. And I thought that was one of the best game plans. So that's the reason why I'm doing that, because I believe that that is something that our coach is going. Thank you, sir, for that. Vikings defense. John defensive. Randall. Look, John Love Randall would sit across the field and literally get on his knees and wind his body and look at our offensive lineman like And he'd lick his tongue out and look at the guys. He'd stand up, and he'll point at him like this here across oh the field. Oh, my God. And he'd let him know, he'd like, and he and he just look at him like, I'm about to murder you. And I swear to God, I do this here. I look up at my guys and I'd be like. Thank God I'm not in the trenches. That, no. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, like, I mean, I'm like, this dude's over here telling you what he about to do to you on that side. We're not even on the field. We're doing kickoff. And I'm looking at him like, oh, this dude is crazy. But I'm looking at them like, that's who they got to go against. So I want to see if this guy's going to be like, you know, give you. I'm a, I thought he was going. He punking out right now. I can see it. I see punk in his face right now. Because that dude is letting him know. They're like, I'm saying. I would lie, I'm sorry, but if somebody was doing Ooh. all that and looking at me, I would start laughing. You, you would not laughing when he. I always like Let laughing. me tell you what you'll stop laughing at. That's I'm funny so until scared. he stands right there. And then he says, hey, and you like. Pew, 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 pew. All right. Well, I guess not if I was That's, like in the trenches right. up against him. But so, like if but, I was used looking at that, oh I would be able to compose I, I, myself. I, I would. I couldn't. I saw this many times. But that's the part where you start watching guys that, you know, they're guys that literally, there are superstars in the NFL, and I say this, I really mean that. There are some guys that just ain't, there is nothing you can do unless you do a lot to stop that guy. That's how good they really are, offensively or defensively. There's some guys, there's nothing you can do. We're afraid do. that. <laughs> Everyone's nervous, things, like, right things now. Things are going to start they're falling nervous. at our heads. Oh, my God. So, but, look, this team is in a great position. There's nothing that, like, right now we have a really good team scheme-wise, schematic. I said this earlier, I mean, like, last week, and I said this here. It's hard when, you're, when your coaching staff's on, on one accord. That's a great thing. And this is what this Cardinals team looked like. They're on one accord, coaching staff-wise and players, and that's why they're 8-1. They're well, I've already told you that I'm not good at same-game parlays, but it doesn't mean that you can't be great, really. Uh, with the DraftKings Sportsbook app, customers can get skin in the game with the same game parlays, which always mean you're going to get a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. And now I am so excited to talk about uh, traveling with the Bird Gang and yeah. some things that our partners over at Bird Gang Travel Club have going on. Uh, Chicago and Dallas takeover Damn. trips. Uh, and they like... I mean, this isn't just like, hey, come hang out with us at these games. I mean, we're talking about like a complete like three night takeover package that they offer that includes like your hotel, um, your for Christmas Eve. So for Dallas specifically, they've got an all red formal private party with DJ Damn. drinks okay. and all, the whole thing. 
Um, and then Saturday, they've got a pep rally. We're talking food drinks. If, if it involves the Bird Gang Travel Club, you know you're going to eat and drink a lot. You know, Always. You definitely know that. <laughs> definitely know that. Get um, in, brother. Transportation to the game, private tailgate, of course, and then a lower level, uh, lower level tickets to the game. And so that's what they're doing for Chicago, for Dallas. And then what we are doing uh, in conjunction with them, you know, we had our tailgate party out at the Lola um, for that um, sheesh. Where what what game Packer. was that? It was the, the Packers, Packers game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we Good blocked Lord. we blocked out the game. The tailgate was oh great, but we blocked out that end result. I like. I was like, wait a second, what the heck kind of game was that? All right, so it was the Packers game. Wow. Um, but so we had about two hundred. Uh, people that attended that that party and it was all you can drink all you can eat it was an absolute blast mm-hmm. well now great. Great we're turning the tailgate into a block party Woo! for the rams uh for the cardinals rams monday night game mm-hmm. and like we're expecting closer to 500 people yes. we're going big for this event tickets uh, on sale monday the block party yeah tickets going on sale monday burgangtravelclub.com uh, this is going to be an absolute blast. This Look, is one of these things. I'm, I'm putting a countdown to this to this event. <laughs> Look, I'm excited about it. I know they, these guys, like my man said, birds of a feather drink together. <laughs> they, do, they do it right. For they sure. do it right. Look, we're going we're gonna to get this dub this time, too. On this tailgate, we're going to kick it off with a W against the L.A. Rams. I mean, it's, it's a star-studded event, not only with Burger and Travel and PHNX, but this, this game on Monday Night Football I mean, it's going to have millions of eyeballs on it. It's going to be maybe the Monday Night Football game of the year, so you don't want to miss out on an opportunity to come hang out with us, kick it with Bird Gang Travel. Again, like I can't emphasize enough, Cheerson did a great job. It is going to be a takeover of this, this entire block party. And so you want to make sure you jump on your tickets now because they will go super fast. DJ prizes, again, all you can. We thought, by the way, and I will move on, but like at the – our tailgate party originally when we uh were told that this was going on we were like oh we'll get like a few you know we get like all you can drink like coors light or bud light or something like that like no 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 no, no. Mm, we're, mm. It, it, like whatever Lecker. all you can drink Lecker. yeah anything you want and I, we were we were like looking around good. like what uh, Frank enjoyed it. Uh, Frank I really, had a good look, time. Hey, I'm gonna have a good time. <laughs> Bird game travel. These guys thought I'd make have a good time. So, me and Johnny, we know how to, we look. We know how to take advantage of a good moment. I can't because I I go, I go and cover the team at the, at the game, but I you know I ate last time, so that was fun. Yeah, it was great. I couldn't couldn't partake in some drinks. beverages. I had, a I, had, I had fun. It's a great time, man. All Come right, on out, let's support. move on to our last conversation. Yeah, I almost hate to bring it up. Bring it up, bro. Bring it up. Let's go. Let's Frank go down has line. been yep. waiting yep. Yep. to discuss this. Yep. Come on in our here. Our thoughts Doors on Odell Beckham Jr. landing with the Rams, a division rival, and um, does this make them one of the top receiving cores now? That's what they say. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm a look. Well, I'm going to say one one say of the uh, one say of the one of the sports betting apps that is not one that we're associated with, not named DraftKings Sportsbook, uh, did not. They had one, two, three, four, five different receiving cores as as their as the top receiving cores in the league, and left the Cardinals out. Like what? Not even one of the top five. Come on. Just, just emphasizes that you go all in with DraftKings. It's so yeah. what they're doing. <laughs> but in that in that group, the Seattle Seahawks is so pathetic to even have them in there. You got one dude. DK Every, Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Freddie Still, Swain. You got one dude. And if they don't have the quarterback, they're whack. 
Like they're one hundred percent whack across the board. Like DJ is whack. I mean, I'm not. Look, he makes good plays. He's a big dude. He's a stud. He's six foot four, runs a four two four three. All that's great. Athleticism about the yin yang. But honestly, I just feel like this. Whoever did this, look, um, whoever did this was just it's a slap like in not the face. paying attention to. The but it's, it's just a slap in the face of the Cardinals again because they don't have that splash, and these guys are not divas. And if you want to be a diva, you have to know how to be a diva. They don't want to be – the guys over here don't want to be divas. Larry wasn't a diva. Frank, and we, Quan we are wasn't running a out diva. of uh, camera battery. So <laughs> finish what you're saying. I, you're totally you're totally right. Is Odell Beckham going to work or not? No, no, you're good. Is Odell going to work or not, Frank? Tell us right now. 100% he's going to work just fine. They, I mean, the diva's going to work The diva's going to be great because, Cooper well, they got rid of D-Jack. They got rid of Deshaun. And they, brought, they brought a better, faster, more – talented and just as a diva to the team that's already got more divas on that team that requires nothing but attention. The attention whores, the coaches are whore, attention whores. So guess what? The Rams got exactly what they want. And they got more a horse. got more they got a lot of team. I was on the fence. Really I was good on the fence. Team. I thought Odell would have been a great fit. Odell would have been a great fit in Green Bay. Um I'm now gonna side with Jerson. I think I think this is a meaningless addition. He is a brittle player at this point. Uh, brittle. When you checked the DraftKings Sportsbook app about their percentage to win the NFC West, it went up one percentage point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're still a playoff team. Uh, I think he's going to be pissy with his lack of targets because Cooper Cup's an all-pro this year. Robert Woods is very good, very capable. I think if he would have had his best interest in mind, he would have gone to the Packers where he would have been the clear number two outside to, to uh, Devontae Adams. Uh, the Cardinals have already beaten Odell Beckham once this year. Why not beat him a couple more times? I will say he landed in a good spot with a good offense. Great and, spot. Uh, great you know, like coach, a great team. Great and so I think he's in a good spot in terms of that. But I just don't think he's the same player that in he's. The, in the oh, nine yeah. games, I will submit to you guys, he'll finish up with 60 catches and about, and about, and about eight touchdowns. He'll finish up in the next nine games. I saw Matthew like Stafford skipping balls on Monday Night Football. I'm not concerned. I'm about telling that. you, he'll right. finish up with about catches 60 catches and, and about eight touchdowns, eight touchdowns in the next right, nine we're games. We're holding you to it, Frank. Yep. Uh, our camera's going to die, so we're going to end it on here. We'll see you uh, at our tailgate show before the game and our postgame show after the game on Sunday against the Panthers. And uh, have a good weekend.